hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Two Sushi Rolls podcast. I am your host, George, and I am here with my lovely co-host, Leslie. And today is a very special episode. What episode number are we on, babe? Five. Episode five, guys. We're still here. Yeah, it's been a full month. Well, even now more than a month. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, we got a lot of great news for the show today. A lot of really good news. But today we are joined by a really good friend, a very special friend, Mr. Bruce. How are we doing, man? Doing pretty good, George. Really good. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, no, man. Thanks for coming out here, man. Mm-hmm. It's short notice, too. Yeah, okay. kind of super last minute. We are like <laughs> yesterday, hey, can you come by? <laughs> so here's a funny story, guys, to everybody listening. This is the second take. This is the first time this has happened to us. <laughs> this is the this is the first time it's ever happened to us. Um, we started doing the intro. This is the second time we're doing it. If it sucks. <laughs> um, we weren't plugged in, guys. We weren't plugged in. in the it, ma- it was just the intro. It wasn't the full. It wasn't. Episode. It wasn't the full episode, guys. Don't worry. No. You guys didn't miss anything out other than uh, other than the intro. Yeah, okay. Nice warm up, though. Yeah, it was a nice little warm up. <laughs> All right, guys, so we got some really great news. We got ourselves um, a new Office Space studio, and uh, it's going to be a lot closer to you guys, man. Um, you know, it's it's a lot more of a professional setting. Um, today we are recording, as always, on a Saturday. You guys will be listening to us on Monday. Um, and uh, we... We went today. Well, we made sure that the painting got done into the new office. Um, we got the desks in there. We still got a lot of more moving to do. But by the first, um, we are going to be all moved in. And our first ep- uh, first episode there. We'll Correct. The first. Correct. And uh, for the first, we got Phil Yo Phil. I know we told you guys. He went through some issues. Um, he wasn't able to make it. But Bruce comes through. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. Um, Thanks, man. He saves our butt, man. He saves our butt. Last time he shows up, he brings the show a gift. It's an SNES classic. Yeah, the mini. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Always saving the day. Yeah, and I've been playing that stuff. So, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's great news, man. We're really happy that the show's finally able to, you know, jump into a more professional setting, into an actual studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you know, we're doing really great with the audience. Uh, we're getting a lot of people listening, man. We're, being on so many platforms really is helping out, you know? Absolutely. Um, and people on social media, you know, we're trying to get them a little bit more engaged. Um, mm-hmm. We do have ads running and all that kind of stuff. So we're getting a reach all over the U.S. right now, and we're getting and we're getting good we're getting good uh, listens. You know, yeah. we're we're mm-hmm. getting we're getting viewership. And uh, some of my close friends who are out there, um, you know, they've been listening and uh, friends of the show. Which I would like to actually announce that we got the first person we've chosen to actually send out, you know, the package to. Yeah, the merchandise. Yeah, the merchandise package. Um, It's going to be Julian Obregon. You're going to be getting an extra large Two Sushi Rolls podcast shirt. You're going to be getting some uh, Two Sushi Rolls podcast stickers. And you're going to be getting yourself a $10 Amazon card on the show, my man. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening. Thank you for engaging. Um, We've also got um, more selections to come. So please like the show. Please share it. Please rate us on iTunes. That could really help out the show as well. Yes. Um, All those little things, you know, they they do count. They go towards the show, man. Um, So we, we... we can use all the help we can get. 
Mm. And uh, you guys are, you know, you guys have been backing us up. You guys have been backing us up. Yeah, so definitely. Thank we, you. Yeah, definitely appreciate you guys. Um, and yeah, man, the second good news is that, yeah, we got merch now for sale. Yes. Um, today, Saturday, you guys uh, should have already seen the ad. And if you guys are listening to it, please go check out the Facebook page. The shirts are only thirteen ninety nine. Come on, guys. We're selling them cheaper than Hot Topic. (laughs) All right? We're selling them cheaper than Hot Topic. All right? It's a good deal, guys. It's enough to, you know, keep the show running, you know, um, and, you know, keep bringing you guys content, um, keep bringing you guys, um, you know, good guests. Yes. You know? And um, thank you for making it happen, guys. Um, And we'll keep making sure we keep making content to keep you guys entertained as well. So if you guys want to buy a shirt... Please check out the Facebook page, get in contact with us, and we'll definitely get one sent out your way immediately. And uh, keep listening because next week we're going to be actually announcing uh, the next uh, winner for the the package. Oh, yes. Um, So, yeah, look out for that. Um, We also want to say thank you to our sponsors, (laughs) BasicRoofingTX.com. If you guys have had a storm and you guys got a leak inside your house... And it's starting to do damage. You guys better call these guys out. They'll get to you guys immediately. Come give you guys a free inspection. They'll get up on the roof. They'll check everything. They're extremely meticulous. And uh, they'll send you guys photos. Uh, they'll let you know exactly what the scope of the damage is. And uh, they get back to you promptly with an estimate and, uh, you know, how to get through it. And the best part is that's expensive. Yeah, you're probably thinking, well, I don't have ten grand. Right, right. The good thing is they will help you go through your insurance, and they'll make sure that the insurance covers as much, if not completely, all of the damage that is done to your roof. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is pay your pay deductible. deductible if yeah. you haven't already paid that. Right, so. right. So, I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer, guys. You guys want to really go spend thousands of dollars on a new roof, or you guys want to call basic roofing? <laughs> All right. They also got a new branch in Illinois. That's basicroofingil.com. Uh, please contact them if you guys are in, you know, are in yeah. Illinois. Yeah. And if you guys are in Texas, definitely hit up the TX, TX website. So. Um, very friendly. Uh, very helpful. Um, you guys will definitely be at ease. You guys will get peace of mind. Even just to get the thing inspected. inspected yeah. you'll, you'll at least know the extent of the damage. Yeah, because once you start noticing that there's damage, damage gets inside. And then yeah. there's no way of avoiding that. Yeah, as a yeah. homeowner, yeah. you, should, you know. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to take care of your homes. So thank you to our sponsors. Um, yeah, guys, last time we spoke, you were telling me that at one point you lived in Japan. Uh, yeah, back when I was about 10, 11 years old. So <clears throat> my dad was in the Air Force, and we ended up getting relocated there. Um, we were supposed to be there for about four years, Ooh. but because he had retired, we were there for the two and a half. Gotcha. Um, and I stayed on Yokota Air Force Base, occasionally went off base, and uh, I went to the neighboring base that was on Okinawa. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, you know, during that period, I saw a lot of sites, met a lot of cool people, um, but I was still a kid during that period as well. So, um, But I can honestly say that, that's not something a lot of kids my age during that time got to experience. No, being there. man. Lucky. And then, yeah, and it influenced a lot of my own habits and hobbies uh, today. So, 
That's uh, awesome. Did you go to school there, or was it on base? No, it was on base. On base, yeah. okay. Though occasionally we did go off base and see some of the local schools and whatnot as well. Okay. How were how those? I've, I've always wondered, because I know that, like, and, and I'm going off my ignorance here, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've only seen, like, schools like what I've seen in, like, anime. <laughs> is, is that something really far away? Does that sound bad? Not Not really. <laughs> But at the same time, kind of. So, like, the society in there... He's like, at the same time, kind of. Yeah. So, it's, it's funny, because, like, a lot of people treat Japan as, like, this golden holy land. And it's not. It's just that's their culture and whatnot. There, there aren't too many things that are different there that you'd be compared to here, though there are a lot of things that are different. Um, their schools, for the most part, are the same. Um, but I wouldn't know too much beyond um, the specifics, as I've never, you know, actually attended those schools and whatnot. Um, though their culture, overall... Um, can be pretty brutal in the work economy, actually. Well, well how's that, though? Um, they can be overworked. Um, I forget oh. what they call it exactly, but they can be overworked to the point of death in some cases. Cause some people oh, gotcha. Yeah. 60 to 80 hours a week there. Oh, what? Yeah. And that's considered normal? Yeah. And, they, and they, they have the highest suicide rate or something like that, right? They got a pretty it's, high, at least pretty high, right? It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty high. Like, there are people either uh, commit suicide due to being unable to just keep going, or some people actually collapse, like, on their desks or at work. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's it's actually becoming a growing problem. So wow. for us, it's a forty-hour week. And we for them, it's a sixty and we to eighty. About that. Oh yeah, no, there was a <laughs> there was a guy not too long ago um, who was apparently would take like three minutes to order lunch, and he got reprimanded by his boss as a result. And um, I believe officials at the company ended up issuing a public apology regarding his behavior. No. And this oh. guy, the thing about this though is that this got huge <laughs> backlash outside of Japan and across social media. Which is kind of, but in Japan, it was like, yeah, okay. But it's kind of like having them kind of reevaluate how they're doing things a bit here because, like, yeah, no, people are like, how, how are you, you know, getting on this guy for taking three minutes off his job to just get food? You right. Know? Right. Wow. So it's that's crazy. Yeah, and no, that's pretty crazy. And that's the morbid side, I guess, to Japan, right? Because mm-hmm. all we see is it's just be- what, like be- you said, yeah, yeah. beauty and excitement and exotic foods. Uh, what, what was one of the beautiful things of Japan? Like, in your opinion, what was the most beautiful part of Japan that you saw for the period of time that you were there? Uh, going up to the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one time I actually went with my family up to uh, there was the snowy mountains. We ended up going to the hot springs up there, oh. and yeah, like those mon- you might have seen pictures of like these monkeys that kind of bathe in the hot right, springs. Right, oh, right, no, right. that was that's literally where we went. Like we would literally sit there, take pictures of them, and whatnot, but we'd be told not to approach them. Because, you know, they can kind of, like, you know, give those looks. All right. If, if, if some random but, guy came up to me while I'm in the fucking hot tub <laughs> and is, like, trying to snap photos of me, trying to, you know, pinch nipples, I'm going to fucking flip out, too, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they, were, they were used to being around humans. You just didn't want to really, like, you know, fuck with them or anything. Yeah. Like that. They're trying to relax. Coexist. Yeah. Shit. That was, that that's not too cool. far from the animal kingdom. I mean, <laughs> we can relate, right? Yeah. Man, that's crazy, man. I, re- I and did you learn any of the language? Or? I actually learned quite a bit there, but I haven't actually practiced using it. That's oh, so. pretty much lost to me at this point. Uh, but and while you're there, you definitely had some. Or do they teach in the school? It, yeah, they have. To, they would teach you in the school. They had some on-base classes as well, and I just spend time like studying stuff. But okay. they ended up getting so immersed in the culture there. And you uh, had so. you had told me that there was like different kinds of writing or different dialect. Yeah, How does that work? Okay, so so, that, right? so they have three. There's there's two particular writing styles. There's what's called hiragana and there's katakana. Hiragana is, um, that's mainly used for normal Japanese words and languages. Um, or katakana is used for foreign words. So, for example, my name will be spelled out with katakana. Or specific or, you know, interesting or made-up names would be spelled with katakana as well, in most cases. Uh Um, Then there's kanji. 
and kanji they are i'm not going to say simplified but they're a single they're the ones where you have these simple single complicated symbols that represent a certain noun object what have you gotcha and there could be over there are over 21 2100 yeah different kanji symbols wow versus the original hiragana and katakana so it can be pretty damn difficult to learn their language. Now, out of what you know, is that something that, like, growing up in Japan, you memorize every single one? No. God, no. Uh, oh, man. That's okay. like, no, we're talking about, like, super advanced language classes that you typically wouldn't approach until either the later high school area or the later high school period or in college. So let's say, like, a, a regular 40-year-old who lives in Japan, would he know all of them or just, like, the ones he basically uses every day? I would say he probably wouldn't even know all of them. Um, really? cause, yeah, because if you if you like look at a local newspaper, for example, you'll see these symbols, but then you'll also see like you'll see like smaller symbols sitting above them and like hiragana format, so they can still actually read what's being said there. Wow. Um, for for example, like if you're to play like a Pokemon game, which is typically for kids, mm-hmm. you're not gonna see any kanji at all oh. because that's just not gonna be there for them to try and read. Okay, but you're gonna see it's actually those games are pretty. Um, they're pretty good to pick up if you're trying to learn a language because it's structured so oh. uh, simply compared to everything else there. Mm. Huh. But kanji, yeah, kanji on its own is a beast. Yeah, because wow. I, I have a book, and it's, like, supposed to try to teach you yeah. how yeah. to read it, and it has, mm-hmm. like, the image to kind of be, like, imagine this when you see it. Like, if it's the woods, it'll be, like, imagine that the lines are, like, trees. Kind of, yeah, no. Um, a lot of those symbols are structured based off their meaning. Like, you'll find someone, you'll find a lot of symbols that look like shrines and whatnot. I can't offer that any That means examples, shrine... Um, it might seem shrine or it might mean uh, gate. Oh, okay. So, um, but the you know language might actually be different from what words are supposed to represent. And there will even be words that sound the same, but there'll be completely different kanji symbols for them. And you know, based on which kanji symbol you use, that ha- that has that word carry a completely different meaning. Okay. So, wow. Yeah, it can it can be pretty intense. Funny enough, uh, compared to English, though, Japanese is actually easier to lo- learn as it's more um, it's more aural, it's more sound oriented. Gotcha. So, oh. hang on. J- Japanese is easier to learn than English? Japanese. Like English is actually wise. one of the harder languages that, to learn. That I do know. That yeah. I do know. I, I think I've mentioned that to you before. Yeah. But, wow. It, Japanese is... Wow. I guess to mm-hmm. speak, probably not to read, it sounds Yeah, like. definitely easier to speak. It's it's weird. It's like it's almost like you're speaking like Yoda all the time <laughs> so in, in regards to how the sentence structure works. Oh, yeah, okay. and, and, but see, they get such more practice for calligraphy. And is that something that's still prominently kind of like... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I figured as much. It's beautiful. And have you been there since you moved? I have not. But I've had a couple of friends who have been there. Oh, so. okay. I'd love to go back one day. I'm actually trying to plan out a trip once I get out of the house. Nice. Right away yeah. and have some time taking care of it, you know, pay off some debts and save up the money. So. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we have a bucket list plan for our visit to Japan. <laughs> Clearly, it's not going to happen for a few years. We're pretty busy. We got way too many sushi rolls here at home before <laughs> yeah. we before we, we get the op- opper- before like we that. can get the opportunity to go try the sushi rolls as- elsewhere. Yeah. But you know, I used to say I wanted to go try uh, uh, this um, this man, he uh, hero. Uh, he's like top notch sushi guy. Yeah. But one of his, um, I guess, his disciples who he taught for like over a decade, I think, he actually just opened up his own shop in New York. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's very expensive. The, these guys are extremely, extremely talented. Yeah, they're talented. So I would pay for it. I mean, I would pay for it. So, they say that it's some of the best sushi out there. Um, there's, I think, what was it, a Netflix special? I believe it was uh, Hiro, oh, yeah, H- yeah. Uh, Hiro Dreams of Sushi. Um, it was a whole, like, documentary. Yeah, I mean, oh, wow. yeah. see, they, this man dedicates his life to sushi. I mean... 
That's his thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's his dedication. It's his passion. It's his flame that's keeping him alive. I mean, literally, I think sushi keeps this, this man alive. <laughs> and uh, apparently he's really strict. But, I mean, pe- pe- people mm-hmm. are clawing at the door just to get in there as an apprentice. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, and... I mean, I, the reservations to get to the restaurant, wasn't it like a year you have yeah, to res- reserve in advance? In advance. In Japan. That's this Japanese yeah. restaurant. And um, if you guys aren't familiar with uh, the ratings of restaurants sometimes in Europe, especially here in the U.S. now, they go by a Michelin rating, Michelin stars. Um they got the maximum Michelin stars in the sushi uh, in the sushi establishment, hmm. and if I ever go to Japan, I still want to go to the <laughs> yeah, original right. to the original master to find out how it tastes, how it's gonna melt in my mouth. Well, <laughs> how was the sushi there compared to here? Have you, did you try probably um, when you're younger? I would say honestly, it would depend on what you eat. Um, I would say it's roughly about the same, if not a little fresher there. Okay. But it is still considered an elegant food, even in Japan. Yeah. It's still considered a delicacy. Oh, still expensive there? Yeah. It's, I it's, thought it's, it would it, be, like, cheap over no, there. Well, it's still considered a delicacy. It's still considered, like, like rich people food. Like, it's grown-up food. It's something, yeah, um, that I do know. I mean, it's still considered delicacy. I mean, there's Mexican dishes that, you know, a lot of people eat, and they have no idea that that's actually a delicacy in Mexico, like tamales. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not what? something. Yeah, it's not. It's not something. I didn't even know that. Yeah, there's other stuff. Um, seafood overall. Like ceviche. Yeah, like ceviche, all that kind of. Those are all premiums. Mm. Those are premium foods. I did not know that yeah. about tamales. But here's the thing. I could be fucking wrong. All right. Uh, what, what? <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> but you know what? My friend Joe Cepeda is going to be coming in as one of the guests in the next few weeks. He's going to be here on the 8th. All right. And this guy is a master at food. I just seen his Instagram today. Man. Oh, is it all different kinds of food? Man, nice. he was having Indian food today. And I was like, man, I had microwave, green curry, <laughs> you know, r- noodles, you know, yesterday. <sighs> when am I going to be able to get out and try this Yeah, food? right. Jeez. Man, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he he would probably know. He knows a lot more about this. I'm definitely going to pick his brain about food. Mm-hmm. But, man, sushi is definitely a delicacy out there. Oh, it's so and did you try, like, any other foods there? Like, because oh, I've, I've always been curious about that. Uh, they have, like, meat buns. They have takoyaki. They have mochi rice balls. They have um, they Yeah, have like, so the rice balls. Are those good? Like, I have never had them before. I personally love them. They're, like, imagine matching rice to the point where it's, like, a squishy, almost like a squishy, stretchy pudding ball. And then they fill it with, like, uh, they can fill it with ice cream. They can fill it with uh, specific beans or specific meats. Or um, they have what's called a red bean mochi. Uh, when they literally, I forget mm-hmm. the name of it, but it's a type of sweet red bean. You could probably mm-hmm. even go down to... Um, Chinatown. Um, oh, no. It's like, uh, what is that place called? Uh, Mitsuwa Marketplace. Oh, I heard of that. Yeah. And they have like little containers of mochi you can actually try out. Oh, oh okay. okay. Well, we've had mm. it before, babe. Really? Yeah, oh. we had it in Chinatown oh, one time. Oh, yeah. We had it in Chinatown one time. And ours actually had, um, I tried the one that, it was like, yeah, it was like a red bean, sweet. And then uh, we also had one with uh, with meat inside of it. Yes, we had, I, we I had, do We had to meet one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we, we did have all that. Um, well, let's take a break, guys. <laughs> um, and we'll be right back, guys, with Two Sushi Rules Podcast. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back, just like that. 
just like that. All right, so before we left earlier, we were talking about Japan and the... And Yummy the, food. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, dude, I have a question. Have you tried this one ice cream? It's called Mimochi. Mimochi? I don't think yeah. I have, actually. It's, it's called Mimochi or Mimochi or something, something like that. Something like that. I got it from the, the local grocery store. Yeah. But it's like fro- It's like ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in, in a little, I don't know, like a little gooey outside, I guess, so to speak? Oh, yes. Um... Yeah, with the with the rice ball, with the mochi, uh, me mochi, that would be the one that's full of ice cream. I haven't personally had that one, though. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that, that's what we've had. It, so was, it was a little bit on the pricey side, but it was so good. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's so limited. Yeah, there's so only, limited. like, four in there. Yeah, it was probably, like, four or nine, something like that, yeah. But, it, it, oh, my God, it was so <laughs> good. It melts in your mouth, and then it, it's powdery on the outside, so it doesn't stick to your fingers. Man, it's oh, the yeah. best. I actually just remembered, uh, back when I was in middle school, I was still there, um... There was a small event where they actually had people come over with a barrel of this stuff, and they would they were straight up pounding it, like pounding the rice into this pudding, and we get we were given plates mm-hmm. oh, where we could just nice. take a whole bunch out and just start stressing it and eating it and all that. Um, oh, that was really cool. Though it wasn't nearly as sweet because it was made fresh and there wasn't any extra flavoring or anything added to it, but it's just the rice cake itself or the rice. Well, rice that's balls. awesome. They brought that to your school. Oh yeah. And did you have a uniform at your school? Oh, not not on base where I went. Oh okay. Just casual clothes. So. Dang. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And so right now you've made a career move. Now you're working for a different company. You're work, you've been working IT, right, man? Yeah, I've been working at, or been trying to work IT for a good while now. Um, I'm currently at Ulta Beauty in their corporate office. Yeah, Which man. is awesome. That's really awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Really good movement. Congratulations on that, dude. Thank yeah, you. Ulta Thank you very a much. a big company. Yeah, yeah, big company. You're moving up, dude. Mm-hmm. How are you liking it so far? Oh, it's been fantastic. It's only been my first week, but um, so far I've made a very good impression. Um, a couple of my, I have a couple of peers who are actually working there too, and they're talking big about me and how I was, you know, how I was wow. doing my stuff in regards to IT and just being smart in general. And uh, nice. so far, things have gone great. Caught up with the whole process. So, man, that's so awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. And now, when you got into this career choice, what what was what's your? I guess no one really knows their end goal, but I mean, what is the goal that you have in mind at least right now? Uh, right now, it's just getting one. One, I'm still a contractor, but it's getting maybe a permanent position there. Gotcha. Oh, for the long term, getting better pay, and then from that point on, just... and, and your benefits, I'm assuming, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, I get benefits. Oh wow, yeah, no, I'm yeah. sad with that. Good stuff, mm-hmm. man. Um, but eventually, I do want to become an entrepreneur. Kind of already working on that on a bit of the side. I do have a YouTube channel and a couple other things I'm doing. Oh. Um, so, but that's more of just a little side hobby okay. sort of thing. Eventually, I may go back into it and just relaunch full fledged. But I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do exactly. I have a habit of starting things and not really finishing them unless I'm truly passionate about it, and I don't want to make that massive leap. Until I know exactly now, what I want to do. Now, is it because you feel you're not passionate about it, or do you feel that it's because you you fear the risk? Not so much the risk. Um, I don't. The risk is partly why I have so much fun doing it. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's the way good. I look at it too, man. Yeah. Um, but it's just like when I start doing something and I realize ah, I don't really, no, I don't really like doing this. I don't really care about it as much as I thought. That's where I don't feel quite as passionate about it, nor oh. motivated to continue going on with it. So you just want to make sure you're yeah. positive. And, and and what do you want to do as an entrepreneur? What's the goal for that? See, I'm still not entirely sure yet. Um, been playing with the idea of starting my own little company uh, for like PC or networking or troubleshooting maintenance, almost like a managed service provider. You want to hear something funny that you're bringing that up right now? Yeah. Um, See, now, my brain, you know, how it's always been like that, you know, thinking of startups and businesses and Mm -hmm. little projects, right? 
Well, didn't I mention this to you one time? Yes, he he mentioned opening up a, a company like that, but <laughs> but with you. But with you. Yeah. Oh, but <laughs> yeah. with you. But with you. I brought it up to her one day. I was like, you know what? Mm. I'm like, this whole IT thing, I'm like, sounds like a really, really good business. I'm like, I think I'm going to have to sit down with, with Bruce one of these days, and I'm going to have to talk to him, and I'm going to ask him, you know, what are the ins and outs of this place, at least of what he knows. I'm, I'm going to pick his brain. I'm like, and I think this is a really good business venture. I'm like, a really good one. And so it's funny that you're saying yeah. that this is something you plan on doing. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah man. And that You have to shoot for it, and you have to do it, man. I mean, if that's mm-hmm. something you're already doing for somebody else, and you're enjoying it, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. and you're really good at it. What more proof do you need other than it's your turn to shine, dude? You have to start something up on your own, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that, man. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm I'm really happy to hear that, dude. Oh, thank you. I, just... I'm definitely really really happy to hear that, dude. Yeah. And I encourage anybody out there. Don't you like? There's a lot of people out there with a lot of great ideas, right? But they're talkers, mm-hmm. right? And they talk, 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 talk. And I remember being in a really bad phase in my life at one point where I was at the bars and you would meet people, right, who you didn't know at the time were good friends or not good friends or whatever. And, man, it was like that all the time. You'd be at the bars with these guys and they were like, talk, 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 talk about this and that mm-hmm. and hopes and dreams and plans. And But then like the, the mo- it's like the moment they're not drunk anymore. That, did they it, forget? It gone. It's gone? Yeah. What happened? And you just realize that it's all just talk. It's all just talk. Mm-hmm. These people are just flushing away great ideas. And I and, and, and as I've said before in the show, I pushed myself away mm-hmm. from all that stuff. I pushed them away. I pushed myself away from all mm-hmm. that. And I decided to go towards a cleaner, more, you know, um, you know, healthier route to where I wanted to go. Right. But there's people who talk, 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 and they throw away those good ideas, man. And then there's people who walk. Sometimes they don't even fucking say a noise. They don't make a peep. They don't. Know, they don't have to. They don't have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had a bad habit of talk, talk, talk back in the day. And when I started to separate myself away from that, and my dad always told me, my dad always told me, I would, I, since I was a kid, I'd be like, plan, 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 hopes and dreams, hopes and dreams. And you know what my dad would tell me? He'd be like, well, stop talking about it and show me you can do it. Right. I don't want to hear what you plan on doing. Show me what you're doing to get there. Right. And as a grown man, that has always stuck to me to the point where it's not even just frustration. It annoys me to see people. Other people doing yeah, it. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. I think to myself, I'm like, this is what my dad felt. Mm-hmm. Every time I would come to him with some bullshit, you know, idea that I wasn't going through with it, you know? And I'm not saying that every idea I had was bad, but I'm pretty sure there was some in there there were but I never fell through with it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And I got to the point where I started feeling really good about myself. You know, Leslie came into my life, re- really re- made me reevaluate myself, I guess, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, and at the time, I guess I was just realizing how fragile things could be in your own life. Yeah. How they could crumble to pieces and you have to rebuild. And this could happen to anybody. Absolutely. You know? Mm-hmm. But in that moment, before you rebuild yourself, you have to realize what are the habits you need to drop, which are the ones you need to pick up in order to be stronger and make sure that, you know, you don't crumble again, you know? Mm -hmm. And one of those main things that I told myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to push forward with, if I have a dream and I'm passionate about it, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do it. And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to make a peep. 
I'm not going to do anything. You're just going to. I'm going to start doing it. And the moment I start getting closer, then I can update people. Mm-hmm. It basically like the podcast. Once, you, once you've got progress for yourself and you know you're at that level where you're making things happen, then you can start talking about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, that's how it was with the show. I mean, I remember months ago, months ago. Um, and it's a funny story, all right. <laughs> uh, if she kind of started it was, since forever. This is this has been close to almost like a little bit over half a decade. I've been listening to podcasts podcast myself. Yeah, uh, every you know, night. You know, every night they help me go to sleep. Uh, back in the day, I used to you know stay in my you know apartment and just lay down and you know play a podcast when the kids went to sleep and it would you know be horror stories or knowledge like stuff you you should know. You yeah. know, different shows, all, all different yeah. kinds. And uh, so I've always been a fan. And it was one of those things where everybody who knows me knows I fall asleep to this. They know I listen to this. <laughs> yes. That's what's in my earbuds at work, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And one day, I'm just sitting down in the most peaceful place that I consider in my home, <laughs> my toilet seat. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sitting down on my toilet, and I'm like, babe. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, come here real quick. Sounds weird already, right? <laughs> Well, she comes and she's like, what's up? And I'm like, I think I want to start a podcast. And you know what she said without hesitation? She's like, I've been waiting for you to tell me that. Yeah, I was I was honestly waiting. He was talking more about different podcasts mm -hmm, and we were mm -hmm. listening to a lot of different kinds. And I'm like, he's going to want one. I know him. I know Mm -hmm. him. (laughs) And she told me, she's like, I've been waiting for you to tell me that. She's like. And you haven't just been listening to them. I could tell when you're kind of mm-hmm. studying something, when you're picking something. And you yeah. can tell me, oh, well, there's this. And look at the difference between this. She's like, so you've been studying them. She's like, I could tell when you're studying. You weren't just listening to them anymore. You were studying them. Yeah, that's how and I it's true. Mm-hmm. And it's true. She absolutely knew me. I was like, yeah, I've been scoping out formulas and how people do it. <laughs> and at the end of it, it's just... Just what you love. And I love talking to my friends. Yep. <laughs> I love talking. I love talking. Like, I'm a, jat- I'm a chatterbox, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to make one about talking to my friends. And what else do I love? I love food. I'm going to invite my friends over. I'm going to feed my friends. We're going to break bread together. And we're going to talk. And that this is where we are now. But I had to walk. I, I, I wasn't just about talking oh, no, anymore. He was on it immediately. And, and it's the coincidence. I had to walk the walk before I could do the talk on my show. <laughs> right. There you go. And now it's, 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 it's going places. And like I said before, man, thank you to everybody out there listening. Thank you so much because I want to entertain you. I want you guys to sit there. I want you guys to listen and get sucked into the show. I want you guys to feel... That you guys are here with us right now and on any other episode and you're having a conversation with friends. That's that's my goal, man. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. And to inform people of, you know, what my guest is doing. If they have projects, let's promote them. Let's grow together, you know. Yeah. And right now I am so happy that our schedules are filling up so quick. I mean, months in advance now with guests. Yeah, now we oh, have wow. yeah, full. Yeah, and, and so. it's fantastic. There's this man from Louisiana. Um, he posted up a video that I'm pretty sure I don't know if you've seen it. He did a live he did a live uh, recording on on Facebook, and he was in this uh, plantation in Louisiana. I think it's called the Laurel Plantation. Okay. This man stood there, and it's on the side of the road. It's perfectly intact so to speak Mm -hmm. and i guess he says that they left it intact for historical reference for you know proof you know every day there's that reminder right Mm -hmm. 
And that dead silence, Bruce, bit into my soul, dude. It bit into my soul, mm. all right? And I'm like, man, I need to know more about this. So I start digging in. He's got these beautiful black and white photos of this place. Yeah. And all I can think to myself is the torture, the pain, the sadness that happened here. And this man, ancestors were there. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, there's different people out there of all races, all ethnicities, and I really feel for them. There's also, you know, Native Americans out there who have gone through a lot of stuff. But I think at some point, everybody out there who's listening, let's get fucking real, guys. The proof is all over this country that we have been in volatile states for the longest time. And we're back at it again. I have to agree with that. And we're back at it again. Yeah. This place is left intact on the side of the road as a reminder for historical reference. And it's like people... Get fucking real, man. Mm -hmm. Wake up. We're at it again. And I don't want to get too political. I really don't. (laughs) I get you. All right? I don't want to get too political because, thankfully, I have a platform now that I can get to people. And I have friends. And as I've said before... My friend Mo, who is also, you know, he's a producer for the show now. Um, we also got our friend Luna. She's all the way in California. She's still making things work. She's also going to be part of a show. Her and Mo are going to be taking over on Wednesdays. We're going to be doing two uploads. All right? We're going to keep our regular Monday show, and then you guys are going to get a middle of the week Wednesday. It's going to be more of a reduced show. It's a 30-minute show. But that's where we're going to get political. Yeah. Okay. That's where we're going to take a fucking stand. Mondays, let's be goofy. Let's talk. Let's let's be, uh, you know, and, and I don't mean to get too serious there. I really didn't, guys. All right. But, but it is something that needs to be fucking addressed. Right. We contacted him. The guy who made the video and had the pictures. Yeah. And everything. Now he's, oh, wow. he, yeah, we contacted him. He's in Louisiana. He's interested in doing the show. Okay. And we definitely want to pick his brain about this. Yes, definitely. Because you know what? If I feel about this. I'm just one fucking Mexican guy, all right? And, you know, right now my voice isn't really that powerful, you know? But I have a platform that can help me bring it there. But I have friends of all races, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where instead of being divided by the shit that's out there, because that's their plan. Yeah. Fuck the division, dude. Let's stand together. And I'm not saying go hate white people, dude. That's (laughs) fucked up too, man. All right? You can't beat white people. Yeah. There is such thing as just as much as there's white supremacy, and this is going to hurt some fucking people's feelings, but this is real. Just as much as there's white supremacy, there's supremacy in any other race. Because the moment that you feel that your race is much more important or valuable than anybody else's, you're there, baby. You're fucking there. But anyways, not but to get yeah, political. Not, not, not to, <laughs> this was your political moment with George E. No, but really, we'll guys, leave that to Mo. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave that to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, man, we definitely got a lot more guests, man. We're really excited with um, how things are going. Like I said, man, I mean, we we just want to make sure people listen, you know. Yeah. And we're trying to do as much as we can to keep the show running, and it's doing great. It's doing great. Thankfully, it's able to, you know, we got our backers. 
We got people who are interested in coming into the show. And you're last minute coming, people like you. (laughs) Saving the fucking day, Bruce, all the time, man. Hey, man, I try. (laughs) And and how do people feel when you're at your job and they're like, this this dude just saved my ass? I thought thought everything was going to go to shit, but he comes in and fixes everything. (laughs) I've saved more asses than I can, I don't do (laughs) countless times. I cannot even. Oh, man. And, and what do you do specifically at your job? At my current job? Yeah. So uh, we're doing what's called a, uh, we're doing a new store rollout. So. And are you allowed to talk about this before oh, wait, we yeah, do it? Yeah, this is, I'm not, any, yeah, so I'm going to get into like the super specifics. Oh, about, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So um, with Ulta Beauty, they're opening up a number of stores across the nation, of course. And um, so oh, what's course. happening is that they're having techs on site going, uh, going to each store. They're setting up the registers, they're setting up the workstations and the computers and whatnot, and getting, making sure the network is up. Gotcha. So once all of that is up and prepared, at the corporate office, we remote into each machine and update the software, make sure the registers are working properly, um, and work on, with the techs on site to troubleshoot or just test to make sure everything's good to go. If there's an okay. issue, uh, then we start troubleshooting, seeing if we can get it work, uh, working. Um, and if that, if we're unable to resolve the issue, then they're going to contact uh, the proper vendor see about getting a replacement or getting another tech for that particular device out um, to take a look and see what's going on. Oh. But we pretty much go through the process of um, getting the network up for each store, the set of computers, we go to each one, configure it for use, we set the passwords, all that stuff, um, and move on to the next machine. And once the store is cleared up and good, we go to the next one. Um, and this is a rollout process that's going to be going over the course of the next three months. Now, do you do this to, So, do you do this specifically at each store, or do you do this remotely from somewhere else at all times for each store? Uh, we're in the corporate office. Um, oh, so from your corporate oh. office, yeah, you're taking we, care store by store by store. Right. So I ping a network address, and gotcha. if, I, if it talks back to me, I hop in. Okay. And then I start setting up a computer for, like, miles away. That's really wow. cool. Wow. Yeah. Man, you know, there used to be people out there who probably had to travel to the store this back in the day to take care of them. Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah. You, um, guys, you guys get it easy now. Mm-hmm. Though it can still be a little problematic. I, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Every job's got its difficult parts, man. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I used to consider myself pretty tech savvy. But around people like you, man. Yeah, you're just I'm, like, I don't I'm, know. I'm like, <laughs> I, don't even, I, I don't even know. I remember eating and breathing this shit since I was like eight. Dude, I bet, man. awesome. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely tell you know pretty much everything. Yeah, Yeah, man. I mean... That's why, like, when we're having issues with, like, our game, I was was like, we should just ask Bruce. (laughs) He'll know. Yeah, Yeah, I I can get in there and I can figure out what's wrong with it. I've been, like, modding video game consoles, too, since I was, like, roughly high school. Uh, You know, one of those great things that I like about um, the way technology has shifted, especially video games, is, like, with the Raspberry Pi. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. man, I, I really, 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 really need to actually sit down with you sometime, and we need to <laughs> go over a schematic and build our own custom uh, arcade. arcade. Yeah. I really want to do that with you, man. I really want to do some something like that with you. I think that'd be something really cool, and it'd be cool for the new office. Oh yeah, that's actually a project that I've had a couple friends talk to me about, but they like never really knew what that what exactly that entailed. But it's it's totally possible. Oh, he oh, man. used to watch videos oh, man, on yeah. it, and, and not not only that, but I mean, it, it's it, it, it's as far as when it comes down to like what we're gonna need, like you know the joysticks, the buttons, you know that stuff's mm-hmm. simple. But when it comes down to programming, it was one of those where I was like, I need to get somebody to do this. I know it's not too difficult, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where when you're not used to it and you encounter it. It's you, just like, what's going oh, on? What am I going to do? Yeah. Luckily, there's good news for you because that's super easy to set up nowadays on the software side. 
Um, yeah, but it's one of those things where it overwhelms me. I feel like I have dyslexia <laughs> yeah. for technology now. Yeah. Like, I, I see it and I'm just like... look at it and you're like, um, okay. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just like... What, with the first episode that we did, it was the first episode, right? We were, you know, I'm, I, we recorded the file and, you know, I took it into the editing software. Long story short, I thought I deleted it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Damn. Okay. And I start freaking out. I'm like, mm-hmm. my guest just left. Um, I think I just deleted this. What the hell did I just do? And it scared me. He kept going like, fuck. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on? It was Please an immense stop. panic. Luckily, my brother Mario's here from Texas, you know, so he's been staying with us. Mm-hmm. And he is a little bit more tech savvy than I am when it comes down to software issues, <laughs> not hardware issues. Hardware, not a problem. I can take care of that myself. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to software or any that kind of stuff, I'm in fucking trouble up to my fucking eyeballs, all right? <laughs> and he was like, don't worry. It's going to be in here somewhere. It, there's... There's, it's 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 still here. Trust me. And yeah, I can't even remember what the fuck happened. He ends up going in here, pulls that out. He's like, "Here it is. We just got to do this and blah blah blah." And we took care of. Him. I'm like, "But the episode is safe." He's like, "It's safe." I'm like, <laughs> no, "That's need- basically technology for George." And, and at that point, I was like, "I think I need a producer for the show." Yeah, right. I'm like, "I need a producer for the show." I'm like, "Cause I can't do this by myself. I'm always gonna need that second brain." Yeah, you know, around for that, you know. For decisions like that, I mean, mm-hmm. there may be something that I come across that I can take care of, but it's like I need a second yeah. brain around, and I second guess myself a lot, yeah. a lot. I think that's what happens when you try to make too many decisions, <laughs> and was. like, like, like how I am, I'm super fucking impatient, so I'm just like bombarding myself with tasks, and I'm Extremely gonna be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And when I run into one, it's like it's like a car. I'm going 60 miles per hour. The the smallest bump is just going to destroy me. You know, I'm just like, I'm going way too fast for myself sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of how I used to be. Um, I realized I need to kind of slow my slow my roll a bit and just take everything one step at a time. Um, just to make sure I'm not, like, overreaching or skipping steps or just forgetting something important. Because yeah. I do that but way too much. But the stress. No, yeah. yeah your job. But the stress. But you're so knowledgeable. It's just like, it's perfect. I, I can be knowledgeable, but at the same time, I'm not. I can freak out a couple of times if I figure, like, you know, if I forget something or something doesn't go the quite way, uh, doesn't go quite the way I expected it to, or what have you. Um, but it's just, I've learned to take, I've learned to take everything in strides. I've learned to be much more patient nowadays. Good. So. And what was one of the choices you made to actually get there? Like, what was one of the changes you made? Because he needs tips. Yeah, I need, I need some <laughs> tips, boy. Um, it was just overwhelming. What it was just overwhelming, my. Uh, myself with too much shit at once. It yeah. really, you know, you have to come, you have to come down. You have to look at everything you need to take care of, and you have to prioritize. Okay, what's the most important thing to take care of right now? So I focus on this, this, and this. And once I make sure that this is taken care of, then I move on to the next things that are on that list. And I double check these to make sure everything's still good. And then I just keep going from there. That's one way to do it. That's kind of how I do it. Uh, but it helps keep everything in a nice, clean flow. Um, it doesn't matter what it is, whether I'm playing a game or whether I'm working on a video project or whatever, you know, whether I'm um, doing to that work. It's making sure that everything one step at a time is taken care of. Because if you do miss that one step, you've got to go back and fix something. Or depending on the severity of what that issue is, you may have to fix everything. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? That's one of my mistakes, man, that I just mm-hmm. feel my brain is just always stuck in multitasking mode. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, I play guitar. Yeah. That, that's that's definitely multitasking. You know, I'm playing mm-hmm. music, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's multitasking. I'm no Beethoven. Yeah. 
but you know, I I definitely that's something that gives me peace. I could sit down, write a song, mm-hmm. and it gives me peace. And I'm singing and I'm playing the guitar and I'm you know mm-hmm. thinking of the next chord and how I'm strumming in my pattern, which is you know some people say that that's the hardest part. I find other parts of the guitar being more difficult. Mm-hmm. But you know you got to keep the rhythm and the strumming pattern and the singing and. I think it gives me peace because my brain is like, so like multitask, multitask, multitask. Yeah. that when I do that, I feel relaxed. And I put the guitar down and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I want to do something else. Yeah, that's another good thing too because I, um, you always want to make sure you have time for yourself. You don't want to keep trying to, you don't want to keep trying to hustle every single day because you're gonna burn yourself out. I've been at that point, um, and you want to make sure you always have time to relax and recharge so you can process everything that's gone, you know, happened throughout the day. And then the next day, you're just, you know, you're feeling refreshed, you're ready to go, ready to hop on those tasks. I would say at least reserve a couple of days for yourself to just kick back, have a couple of ideas in the back burner. Like, I'm not saying, like, don't stop entirely, mm-hmm. but give yourself time to recharge. Yeah, and it's so impossible for me. Yeah. He, it's so impossible for there's me. There's some things that it stresses out, and it's like, it's okay. We Like, we won't even know until tomorrow, so mm-hmm. yeah. we need to yeah. relax right now. Yeah, it, but it's impatience. And I need things done. Yeah. And it's just crazy, man. I, but I mean, it's it's a it's a curse and a blessing because I mean it helps me get a whole bunch of things done. It, yeah. it makes him the walker, but like but, a very cranky walker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah man. I mean, it's it's crazy, dude. But in my schedule, I mean, I work Monday to Friday, you know, with the family business. All right. Then on Saturdays, I have to record the episode. Sunday, we're taking care of mastering and making sure that. You know, everything's done right. Right. Then, uh, oh, and making sure that, like, you know, how we're going to, you know, uh, promote it out there on all the social medias. You know, it's a lot. And all the fucking sushi rolls all up in my face (laughs) all day. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But you guys probably hear them in the background. Not for long. Not for fucking long in my new studio. studio. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things, man, where it's extremely impossible for me. And you know what I've noticed about me? And this is not to toot my own bell. Mm -hmm. But I feel that sometimes I put other people before me way too much. I've become accustomed to that. You guys got to fucking remember. Mm -hmm. Next year, and I've talked about this with my brother. Next year, I officially become, well, I can officially say that I've been a dad for half my life. Oh wow! Half his entire life. All right. He's Next year, I can actually say been that. Been caring for I'm like, other people. Half of my life, I've been a father. I, I started being a father at a young age, but I always did what I had to do. Right. Struggles, no struggles, but I've always done what I had to do. So now it's basically just engraved in. Yeah, it. it's engraved into me. So sometimes, my stress relief, instead of taking time to myself. Is watching the people I love take a stress relief, like uh, my brother Mario. Mm-hmm. I want to—he's here. He—he he just came from somewhere. I want to be able to. Oh, I'm gonna go get cigarettes. I'm gonna make sure I buy him a pack too. He doesn't have to worry about it. Oh, that's good. Um, we're gonna eat. Uh, I'll, I'll buy it. Let's go. Uh, or my my wife's making food, or mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to make sure that he's comfortable. He's comfortable, and that makes me comfortable because when I see him, that he's like uneasy about something i feel uneasy yeah if and it's and it's the same thing with her i'm always like you're stressed and she's like but what does it matter i'm not arguing with you i'm like i can feel it you're stressing me out because you're stressed (laughs) and i want to fix it and i've always done to her um she hasn't done it in a while because i'm pretty sure her feet she probably feels that they're big old tamales yeah my feet are extremely swollen (laughs) that's why i'm wearing socks so no one sees them (laughs) big old pregnant tamale feet 
All right. My bad, babe. I did that to you. <laughs> I did that to you. I take responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I used to tell her, go get your nails done. I'm like, go. I used to call up the place myself. Because yeah, my, I'd my, be like, no, it's Yeah, okay. so I called the place up. I'm like, you know what? My wife's <laughs> going to come in. What you know? What time do you guys have available? Oh, well, just walk in at whatever time. No, I need a time. Let me set a time so that you guys can make sure that the moment she walks in, she's not waiting for anybody. All right. So I, we set up the time. I'd send her, go get her nails done. Mm-hmm. There's times where I come home, and if I feel stressed out, I get her a bath ready. Does that sound crazy? <laughs> not really. No, I, I can I can totally relate to that yeah. because it feels good to help other people. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the main thing of where it comes from. It's like that's that's like one of the really messed up things about people in general nowadays is that everyone cares too much about themselves. And you wonder why they're you – know, you have those people who are like, why am I so fucked mm-hmm. up? And it's because, well – we stopped treating each other like people. Right. Yeah. Right. And once you start, that's that's the, that was the biggest shift in my life, actually, is when I started to appreciate myself for who I was and understand that we are all our own complex and, you know, individuals. Right. We all have shit going on in our lives, but we're not perfect. None of us are. We try, and we're living in a society that tries to make perfection. We need to help each other out. When we're struggling, we need to help each other stand. When we're at our least perfect, perfect moments. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's been kind of transformative. Actually, I've had a whole lot of people come up to me and saying, "Like, dude, I appreciate you just for being you. Yeah, like, you're one of the most positive, smartest dudes I've ever met." And I'm like, "That's how I feel shit, about really? you." Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's dude. When so, I first met you, I was I'm like, like Holy, "I like him." <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's crazy because like that was a couple of guys, but it's like okay, we have these people over here saying like, "Dude, you're welcome anytime. You ever got to let off stress, make a fire." You don't even have to worry about it. The neighbors say, uh, ask any questions, let them know, like, hey, Chris sent you or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, damn. I, uh-huh. I didn't expect to earn this kind of trust from people, but I guess <laughs> just being a nice, positive dude and being honest with folks, just it completely shifts your life. And I've, I, feel more, I feel much more confident and much more capable than any other point in my life. I love that. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. Well, you, and I just, yeah, you definitely have positive vibes yeah, that come from you. Definitely. Because when I first met you, I automatically I like him. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just sitting yeah. here playing video games and talking, and I was like, oh. That's what I do. People are like, oh, dude, you play games too much. And I'm like, bro, this is something I do just to ease stress. I'm just having fun. If I need yeah. to take care of shit, I take care of shit. Yeah. Right. I'm a child at heart. This is what I do. Yeah. Like, you know, there's people out there banging heroin. <laughs> That's why I'm like, yeah, I'm no, just man. playing a game, guys. Settle down. Exactly. Yeah. No, no man, that's awesome, dude. And I do, no. and I do consider you one of the most positive guys that comes around. Yeah. And, and I do have a lot of trust for you. And my doors are always welcome for you. You know, always, mm-hmm. always open for you. Um, but yeah, man, you're definitely one of those positive guys. And I and I feel that sometimes people like us, though, when we try to be, when we try to be um, that helpful, I think we, I think sometimes we put ourselves at risk of getting, uh, getting hurt yeah. a little bit more mm-hmm. because that happens to me all the time. Like I, I, I'm so helpful to people, and I think that's why you know when I've talked about my change and like when I was like, you know what, I'm dropping friends. Fuck this. I'm not. Exactly. I'm not dealing with this anymore. That was one of the main reasons I did it, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's there's really no way around it. I mean, people are going to be people, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's like I've always said, you know. Do something in the attention that you're doing it to be a nice person, not that you're going to end up getting something, something in, return. in return. Like, um, there was this time uh, back in the day, we were out, I, I, we had gone out to eat as a crew uh, with, the, with the company we were working at the time. And um, I got done eating first, and I would normally go outside to smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And I'm smoking a cigarette. This guy comes, tells me the story about how he has no gas. And I was young at the time. Yeah. Oh, there's a lady crying in the car. That's my mother. We're stranded, this and that. 
at the time, I only had my debit card and like I think it was like thirty bucks, forty bucks in cash on me. Mm-hmm. And I grabbed all the cash and I gave it to them. And I'm like, "Hey, man, good luck. You know, that's what I can give you in cash right now." Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody came out. And I'm like, "Hey, I just gave that guy some money, man. He's stranded. Do I feel bad for him?" And the first thing, one of my friends who he grew up in like some pretty rough parts of Chicago, he was like, nah, man, you shouldn't have done that. He's lying to you. He's going to go buy drugs. And then I'm like, nah, the lady was crying. He's like, dude, I've seen people do way more extreme shit to try to get their point across. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, look, this is all I got to say. I don't care what he's going to go use that money. My intentions were I want to help him to get out of the situation that he's in. Right. What he chooses to go do with the money that's on his karma. That's not on mine exactly. anymore. Exactly. That's not on my karma anymore, mm-hmm. man. And that's none of my business. You know, if if it's my business to choose, am I going to help? Am I not going to help? I could have done either one. Right. But I obviously made it my business that I wanted to help, and that's as far as that goes, man. That's mm-hmm. as far as it should go for anybody. Right. But at the same time, like I said, you expose yourself to possibly getting yourself hurt, and it's happened to me in the past, and it's happened to the majority of my friends who are like that who are more about, you know, let's make sure that, you know, this person's more comfortable before myself. As they say, you know, people who give the shirt off their back to give it to you, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have exposed myself in the past, and I'm pretty sure you have too. But I'm glad that we're humans that are like that, and we haven't given up on people. Yeah, right. that's what I was going to say. It hasn't turned you yeah. harsh at all. You're still extremely nice. I'll be harsh when I need to be. But I always treat every person I meet with respect. You have to earn my disrespect. Right. That's how it is for everyone. Um, there's no reason for me to be disrespectful to anybody unless I have a reason to be. Um, that's really what it comes down to. If I help somebody, if I give someone money, for example, to take care of whatever they need to take care of, you know, it, it's down to them how they choose to spend it. Uh, because they're the ones who are in control of their own lives, and they can choose to make it better or continue to destroy themselves. Right. It's like when I used to be very—I used to be very depressed, actually, because I didn't—I just a lot of high school shit and all whatnot. Um, but it got to a point where it's just like, I need to stop wallowing in this shit, and I need to get up and do something about it. And, like, I need to just stop thinking so much and just start pushing towards my dreams and my goals. If I can't even try, then where do I know— What's going to happen? How, what am I, how am I going to, you know, how am I going to improve as a person? Yeah. Right. And, you know, it's never going to happen if I don't change. I mean, you know? look at you now. Yeah. It's, been, I, it's been a crazy journey. It's and been a real crazy journey. And we hope that everybody out there who's on your own crazy journey, go out there, follow your dreams, mm-hmm. you know, fight your obstacles, do what you have to do, fight your demons. And, you know, do what you have to do. And I think that's advice that we can all give to you guys. Um, and, um, you know, hopefully you guys, you know, have a safe week. <laughs> uh, thanks, Bruce, for coming on the show, man. Thank you uh, for being being here last minute, man. Yeah. Once again, saving Once the again. day. Yeah, he's always saving well, people's lives. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, <laughs> anytime. Anytime. Oh, and we also want to say a huge thank you to our sponsor. Again, Ray, uh, it's uh, basicroofingtx.com. Almost said raging roofing. <laughs> yeah. Raging roofing. No, 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 no. Basicroofing.com. Uh, <laughs> basicroofingtx.com um, please contact them if you guys um, notice any damage inside your house um, and even if you guys aren't sure and you guys just want to make sure that you know there isn't any future problems guys call them it's free it's free it's a free inspection these guys are, these guys come they climb your roof they do a lot of work but you know what they're looking out for you they're looking out for you 
All right, and they they're gonna make sure that the insurance company doesn't fuck yeah, you over. Yeah, no, they they All really right? are very passionate about yeah. that. They do not mess around with them insurance. And just so you guys know, there's seminars out there for people who work in insurance to teach them how to make sure you that they can your... that they could deny your claim. But it's something we need. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, we have to get car insurance. We have to get this kind of stuff. If you have a mortgage, you have to have home insurance. You don't want to yeah. lose everything. Um, but yeah, you know. Go through basic roofing. They're going to look for your best interest. And uh, if you guys are in the Texas area, make sure you guys visit basicroofingtx.com for any of your basic roofing needs. And now you could also find them if you're in the Illinois area at basicroofingil.com. And uh, give those guys a call. And they'll be at your house sooner than you guys think. Trust me. Trust me. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna be having these guys check my roof too because yeah, uh, we got some issues. We we got I mean, we got some issues over here. <laughs> yeah. I may have some squirrels living up there as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there's a vent up there that uh, these sons of bitches got into. I'm gonna murder them all. <laughs> just just kidding. Just kidding. I'm not gonna. I'm, no squirrels oh. will be harmed in this experience. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. 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 Hmm. Thanks. Yeah. For ruining right. my roof. Right. <laughs> well, anyways, guys, thank you once again for listening. Um, stick around for uh, the next episode next week. We love you guys. Two Sushi Rolls Podcast. Thank oh. you.